Hi, I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we've covered a film that's involved in Yorkshire before, have we? No, I think we were going to, but we didn't. Oh, was it um, Ali and Ava? I think it was, yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's the kind of similar on the lines of what you're going to say we're watching. Yes, this is something I wanted to see. So uh, I'm intrigued by it. I mean, it'll be nice to have a guest on who, I don't know if they've ever been to Yorkshire, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the roughest part of, <laughs> or what was, I don't know, if, probably Homewood's now rougher. Yeah, yeah. Have we driven into Buttershore itself at any point? Yeah, but more like the outskirts like, yeah. to drive through. Mm-hmm. There was a house that we actually looked oh, at. that's right, yeah. I, I knew it kind of was kind of sounded familiar. And... <laughs> it was like, re- like this really lovely house and it just didn't tell you where it was located and it was kind of obscure. And then it had everything you wanted, but then it was like on the outskirts. Well, we did right. We what we've got anyway, so. Yeah, true. Yeah. So I'm really excited to co- cover this. Um, I don't really know much. No, interestingly enough on Google, it's listed as a comedy slash sex comedy. So, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. So, so it has, a, have a, I suppose, a British charm to it <laughs> of, of such. So that'd be interesting. I don't know if it's going to be, hopefully... A bit better than what Gregory's Girl had to offer. Oh, don't. But there might be some, in quotations, sentimental attachment because of it being set in Yorkshire. Yorkshire. So it's there's probably that maybe going for it. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, pick up the accent, but oh, yeah, some of, you know, so, some of the people sound in our area. There's no wrong with the Yorkshire accent. No, but, you know, certain areas. Some of us, we can sound a bit Yeah, thick, you just... But... You, yeah, Some. Some. But not most. We're, you don't. I don't know what I sound like. You are Yorkshire, but... I'm a confused Yorkshire. <laughs> I don't know if I really sound... As I don't a, know what you are. my life here. But... You just sound like your dad. So I guess a bit brummy, but not. Confused brummy. <laughs> and I'm a confused Yorkshire. I'm too high-pitched, I think, for Yorkshire. Yeah, but there's certain words that you say. Oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> The synopsis of the film reads, In a poor area in the north of England, impoverished teen babysitters Rita and Sue become involved in an affair with Bob, who lives with his family in a modern house on the wealthy side of town. What do you mean they're having a threesome? I never knew that's what that title meant. What, do you think it was like a whimsical little... I thought they were just friends. I don't know. My naive? Is that before you knew the... Would it be in a sex comedy or just a little comedy, like a light-hearted I um, thought it was more romp. like... No, no pun intended. Ali and Ava kind of like... Ah, uh, okay. I don't know. And maybe the, the Bob 2 is the child. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Well, neither have I. But I know there was, there's, there's, there was that going on with it, but I don't know like how... What to what extent does it I was looking forward up... to this until you told me that. That just seems a bit sketchy. Hmm. Like they're just getting his money. 
probably more than likely. I'm glad we've got a guest on this one now just to give me a bit more insight onto it and obviously with the pick of it. Yeah, it'd be interesting to hear his, his thoughts on. Yeah. Well, if he's seen it firstly and, or if not, what did he make of the scenario? Be interesting. Well, we'll get down to watching this then and... Don't you be getting any ideas? No. No, um, <laughs> this is a two-way thing. Not three-way street. No, it's never happening. <laughs> Right, okay, we'll, we'll be back <laughs> shortly with our thoughts on our guest joining us for a discussion. Did the wife give you your babysitting money? Yeah. Here's two quid. Get yourself some cigs. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. Here, take it. Thanks. Thanks. Are you two courting yet? No. Well, I'd have thought two young lasses like you would be caught in by now. Well, you know what thought did. <laughs> We're having a gang bang. We're having a ball. <laughs> oh, wasn't to that effect. As we do have a guest. Joining us to discuss Rita, Sue and Bob 2, I'd like to welcome Ian from Cult Connections. How are you doing this evening? I am I am very well, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, we, have, we, are, we have picked a great film, uh, to be honest. I don't think we are going to have a gangbang, but <laughs> it, will no, be, no. it will be enjoyable, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's good then, yeah. Uh, so before we start, talking about the film uh just give us a little background about your podcast uh yeah so so called uh, uh their connection so i do film and uh their tv i like to take what we call a their sideways look at things so for the main main show the main uh their episodes i like to cover three things so it's either three films or three uh say sort of tv like their sort of episodes, which are which are linked in some way, so it could be um, their genre or um, actor, uh, their director in some way, but they're linked, and some of the links are quite sort of obvious, and some are a bit more um, a bit more smart, maybe some their time. So, so like for for the show this week, I'm doing uh, like their Solaris, so so sci-fi. Uh, they're sort of classic, so they're classic. Um, they're novel, but it's got three screen their versions, uh, two of which are quite well known, one which isn't. So, um, and so yeah, so things like that, just nice sort of spin on things in a different way to uh, you know look at uh, you know films and uh, their TV. So that's uh, so that's what I get up to. Yeah, it sounds very very interesting. Yeah, I've listened to some of the episodes and they're really good. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. So may I ask what your relationship is with this film? Is it something that you've loved for a long time or have you kind of like come into it um, fairly recently and just kind of got grabbed your attention? Um, well, I I remember, so so guys, I remember watching this and it was on their television. It would have been Channel 4. It was quite late at night. Um, however, it would have been, I think, probably late, 80s, very early, uh, they sort of 90s, definitely. So, um, yeah, so it's a film I've known for quite a while. I would have been in 
in my um their teenagers i am i am sort of getting on slightly um so i do i do remember it from uh, their time and it's and it's definitely a film that that stuck with me there was a few a few scenes actually that that sort of really really kind of um they printed themselves on on uh, their sort of brain and i've watched the film a couple of times there since and um i think it's uh I feel it's aged well, but uh, that's maybe just me because I am able there to look back and uh, you know remember they're sort of eighties, and this is a very eighties film, you know, definitely. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's really, really stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, and um, Sophie, on the other hand, this is my first time ever seeing well, this it's film. My, it's my first time as well, but and yeah, it's it's a bit of a shocking kind of film. <laughs> I was, I don't know, I've always heard the title and I've never really known what it was about. And even going back to his pre-ramble side of things, you were like, oh, it's Rita Sue and Bob too. I don't know. I thought they were like friends. I didn't realise Bob was an older man. (laughs) (laughs) So my innocence here, obviously, was kind of decepted a little bit. (laughs) And weirdly enough... The connection on our side is we're not too far from Buttershaw, actually, where we live. So probably my dad grew up in Buttershaw, actually. So obviously my mum and my dad know the area quite well. Mm-hmm. So they grew up. So when they watch this film, they know the areas. They know, is it the Beacon, the pub? Mm-hmm. They can yeah. literally relate to all of the areas within there. <laughs> so there's that aspect. So I was quite intrigued initially to to go back in time almost to see like what things are like yeah like in, when in my Bradford parents back in the living 80s, yeah. yeah so kind of intrigued in that sense it does leave you kind of a bit cringy for me but I don't know if that's just because I'm a girl looking into this possibly I, I don't know if there's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah because obviously it's it's kind of like Bob himself is, is kind of a bit of <laughs> almost domineering in the way that he kind of takes advantage of the girls. It almost feels like, I mean, they like they don't know any better, but they kind of do know what they're doing type of thing. It's not like they're, they're totally oblivious to what he's saying initially when he takes them up on the moors initially. It's not, yeah, yeah, it's not very, it's, it's not very sort of clear cut, is it? I think, I think if, if this film was to be made now, that the tone of it would be very, very different. You know, yes, the, absolutely. Yeah. you know, the lines are very blurred, aren't, aren't there? As regards, you know, Bobby is an older man. You know, Rita and Sue are what seventeen, maybe. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, and and they get up to stuff which 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 let's face it, you know, Bob would be, uh, you know, off well. Well, he might not be, but we would like to think, you know, Bob would be off down down there the jail for what he gets up to. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would. But then there is a bit of consent from the girls, I think, as well, to be honest. And I think it's more their pride within this that I'm a bit shocked by. Like, as a female, I'm like, really, I don't really want to share a man. <laughs> so the fact that... They're in a car together and then taking it in turns. Turns. That was like first kind of scene after babysitting, wasn't it? And I was like looking at Paul thinking, what is this getting me into already? (laughs) I think, I think probably for me, yeah, if there's one aspect of it, then that's, that is probably the, 
probably the hardest one to um they swallow as it were that yeah yeah that the two of them are are so open with each other about about what they're what they are sort of doing yeah but i would to be honest i think you know the rest of the uh, the sort of events as it were seem seem fairly sort of real you know i can imagine that you know lots of people did you know very similar things so I think it must be something to do within the 80s or something like, because we watched, um, or the 70s, like Saturday Night Fever, and that was the same kind of principle where it was in a car, anywhere that they could find anything and be kind of at it with people knocking, trying to go in next. Yeah, not having having a care in the world, basically, about, oh, yeah, just a second, yeah, don't worry, we'll finish up and then you can have a go, I think, I don't know, yeah. (laughs) More carefree, perhaps. I don't know. I think that won't fly nowadays, nowadays would it? No, no. <laughs> but I think that's the worst scene for me. But then it kind of then becomes a bit more jovial about it. I think it kind of shows you the rawness of it. Yeah, I, I knew from, from going in, it was going to just show that initial scene is because, oh, you know, like the first time doing it with somebody is kind of like a, a, exciting and stuff, isn't it? Like a new relationship. And then after the fact, it kind of. You, you don't need to see, or you don't need to show that it's kind of implied at mm-hmm. least, and then, or there's obviously like complications later on when he, like Bob, can't get it up <laughs> later on <laughs> with when uh, is it Ritu's the first to have a have a go with him instead of uh, Sue, but it's yeah, there's those, and then it's obviously then you know ultimately leads to the whole like oh being discovered about it. It's like well, what did you think was going to happen, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think um, I think you know you know you raise you raise a great there point, and it's and and obviously it's set somewhere you know close you know to where you live of you know where you've uh, you know grown up and things like that. And uh, so have 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 you guys actually gone out and had a drive round just to you know see the places that you've just watched on on their screen? I don't know. I think I would. Well, the only place I really did truly recognized was um they were walking like through some uh if you remember seeing where like cobbled streets uh-huh. um that's a place called howarth mm-hmm. and that's a really nice area i think they were just like on a school trip or something weren't they but um it's not far from where you grew up so you yeah, can see yeah, there's two yeah. sides of the spectrum yeah, here yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah a village not too far from a, a village that i lived in but it's a really nice area that is so that that was like oh i know what i know where that is <laughs> like as soon as they kind of like the, the shot where it's going thin and they're walking down and everything but uh in terms of the butcher and everything i'm not too familiar with but kind of like similar sites to what um some areas around here i suppose yeah i think to be fair we've i know with my parents we've been there before and i think the beacon is now closed down so that's no longer a, a pub mm-hmm. um sadly and there isn't as many stray dogs that was something i noticed i think it used to be back in the day, there used to be more stray dogs around, so there isn't kind of that, but it's still quite desolate. There is your characters There's that a lot of people effing and jeffing, yeah, balconies yeah. or whatever and yeah. stuff. Um, not so many people, I guess, leaving doors open because I think that was something I noticed. Is that was that a thing back in the eighties where you could almost like a <laughs> RPG game where you could just walk into people's houses without knocking on the door? I don't know. Well, I think well, that's an interesting point. I think um, there for me and and my sort of accent maybe doesn't really show it, but um, there my roots are 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 the northeast of 
the England, and I mean, you know, working class sort of life was, yeah, doors were open. People did actually just sort of pop round and go into each other's houses. And uh, uh, what struck me as well was that um, the the look of the uh, the sort of the state could have been, you know, done done the D where I live very closely. You know, it looks very similar to places there. Uh, probably sort of Hackney's much the same. It's quite a, you know, it's probably somewhere accents might be different, but the the places themselves are are very, you know, familiar and for a lot of people very sort of real. I think you know that's a very real sort of place. This isn't a, you know, this isn't your nice, cozy sort of middle class, you know, Britain that we get on on sort of film. This is actually. This is somewhere sort of real, you know, and and you know, to be honest, we don't really see that all that often. No, no, we no. really don't. And I think that's what kind of makes this quite raw. And you kind of see the different shifts within classes within this film. So, for example, when they go to Bob's, how much nicer is it? Just a little bit of a walk up the street, and Bob's house is just like immaculate and perfect. <laughs> and then you've got the extreme of going to Howarth, which is like. At quite posh it's got the Bronte um sisters from there as well so it's got a bit of history to it and mm-hmm. you can see how well they misbehave in that environment and mm-hmm. they look like they don't belong they stick there out stuff on me basically yeah and then you know, when they're going on and yeah. stuff and everything yeah. it's like oh yeah causing a scene but that's 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 school kids for you but it's a lot deeper than 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 what it is just like you know it's, oh she's you know picking on me or whatever kind of that kind of silliness is actually there's actually more depth to the to why she, she's calling her out about basically a friend or whatever but um yeah uh the the fact that um so the, the nice area when that the that bob lives in with his uh, wife uh michelle and there's that neighbour as well who constantly <laughs> hoes in his garden because he's like a right nosy. Yeah. So, so it's no, it's no better off than the people who are on the the, the, the state or whatever, just kind of having a like, see so what's going on out here kind of thing. It's just <laughs> people keep can't keep to themselves with what's going on with people's lives, I suppose. Well, it's interesting looking back on it because um, you know, I think I think Bob obviously. He does have a nice, uh, their sort of house. He's got, you know, nice, uh, like their sort of clothes, very, very sort of eighties style. Their clothes, but I mean, they are, they are nice. Um, um, a decent, uh, their sort of car, a Rover, um, their, uh, their twenty six hundred, I believe, is what what the the model was. That was a decent car back in the day. That was a nice motor, um, but. I think they are these. They are the sort of Thatcherite sort of working sort of class. I mean, you know, Bob himself's not. You know, he is. He is fairly down there to earth. He drinks in, in in the the pub. There isn't a lot of airs and uh, their sort of graces mm-hmm. about him. But yeah. he's got money. He's obviously working hard. He's got nicer things, and that's very, very sort of. He's very this sort of Thatcherite. Actually, a lot of people bought in. In the day to that, you know, you own your own home, and uh, you know those those uh, uh, their sort of values and what you see. Rita and Sue are 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 very sort of marginalised, and their families are as well. I mean, there's you know characters here. I mean, <laughs> um, you know, Rita seems to have like six 
uh, their sort of brothers who all who who all all drive uh, uh, their sort of motorbikes. Uh, yeah. Sue's Sue's their dad is a, uh, you know, you know they're an alcoholic. I think and he's, <laughs> uh, he's absolutely wrecked all of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, You know, yeah. so very different yeah. sides to um, their society, but ones I could I could you know recognize you know mm-hmm. definitely it was yeah it's uh you know again real sort of people you know mm-hmm. these feel like real sort of people yeah no i think that's what's going for with them um, as andrea dunbar who wrote the the play and everything um and i know it's been obviously adapted for actual stuff not just the, the film itself but um i guess obviously it's probably a lot of inspiration from her time living in buttershaw and stuff um i don't know if you've seen um uh, like a is it like a sort of documentary, like dramatized documentary called the the Arbor? I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, I am aware of it. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I think we'd we've seen that a while ago. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, sort of not much context based on Reed Sue Bob, but I think that was kind of an interesting take on how to show like what her upbringing was, mm-hmm. um, and get a sense of how how her life was and. Um, I'm just doing in a way that was kind of seemed pretty unique, really, as of a sort of like telling of people's re- recounting how uh, it was from like recorded footage, but like dubbing over it with like other TV actors and stuff like that to to play the characters and stuff. So it was quite that was quite interesting. I think it reminded me also of um, not long ago in I think was it last year we went to the cinema as well. Um, oh yeah, um, Ali and Ava. I don't know Which, if you've seen that, but that's more based in Homewood, isn't it? Which yeah. is in our area again. So I think that's probably the roughest estate now. I think yeah, Butter Shaw is probably still is, is still one of the <laughs> still one of the ones I'd say. <laughs> it's one of those estates where the like taxi drivers or police cars won't drive past <laughs> like, like yeah. midnight. So, yeah, basically. Well, maybe even before then, nine o'clock. Maybe we can yeah. watershed sort of. Because you'll get stoned at your car or something like that. It's that bad, Uh yeah. But, yeah, again, that film kind of showed the roughness of society and how hard it can can be. And I think with Rita and Sue, what they see in Bob is an escapism. It's like a more luxurious life that this person could provide Mm -hmm. for them. And I think that's how they're seeing him is, okay, well, if we get into... Bob's good books we could be like Michelle the his wife who is very glamorous who has lovely clothes and a nice house and obviously that's what they're like wanting to appease to basically mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. yeah see him as a bit of a sugar daddy almost yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I mean he uses well obviously he uses that as well though doesn't he, he takes um uh, the sort of advantage of of the situation so um but yeah, yeah, I think again, again, a very eighty sort of thing. Again, it's about you know moving upwards, you know, sort of as aspirations, and uh, you know that that was a huge sort of eighties thing was to you know make you know make make your life uh, uh, they sort of better and want to uh, they sort of better yourself, and um, it's so it does you know that the film very much you know shows that it's. Uh, it feels, you know, for all it's 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 interesting because it's obviously it's it's a a sort of Bradford film. It's um, accents are very uh, very sort of northern, etc. But you know, it feels 
very sort of British, you know, yeah. like you know, if you're living in 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 sort of Scotland, you can absolutely, you know, uh, they sort of relate to it, you know, South, you know, you know, working classes, yeah. uh, they sort of London, you know, just the same. Yes. I think it, it's uh, they sort of you know uh, they reverberates uh, right round. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just got a Yorkshire accent, which <laughs> how can you go wrong? <laughs> Very much, well, I don't know, very much so, depending on the kind of people that you We like as oats and notes. (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of that in the film, isn't there? Yeah. 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 Um, I say the the character, is it Aslam, isn't it? The the Asian character. Yeah. Obviously, there's, um, (laughs) I mean, it's, it's kind of a derogatory. It's almost like the sort of like the N word, I suppose. The when it referred as Pakistani or just a r- abbreviation of it, it's kind of like a you can't. It's not really. It's kind of frowned upon, isn't it? Yeah, nowadays it is. Yeah, yeah. but back yeah. then that was normal. It wasn't yeah. like something to be kind of ashamed of. And it, I know it's not correct, but back then it is like something that you would you would say. And obviously, there weren't as many different ethnicities around, no. so. It was more obvious, but him as a character is really strange. How his progression within the film goes, because initially he's a pure sweetheart, isn't he? Like you kind of want Sue to be with him mm-hmm. because the similar age, so it would make more sense. Um, it seems to be that he's smitten by Sue and mm-hmm. kind of trying to get in her good books. And bless him, he seems like a true gentleman when they're like at the field and he's like can I put my arm around you and obviously Sue's not really used to a guy yeah, being that yeah. sweet towards her like you can do what you want <laughs> yeah why well, you have to ask me every time you want to do something yeah kind of thing yeah and how that relationship in the end turns is quite sad really feels quite um you know dare I say uh, and I don't I don't have a huge a huge day uh, this sort of knowledge of this but you know, like like the character, he does he does turn out to be quite like this sort of nasty and like this sort of abusive. Mm-hmm. But I believe this is often the the way that these kind of men are. You know, you know they start out being very nice and uh, you know seem very sort of placid, and then you know turn out actually to be you know very very different from that. So. Um, you know, possibly in a way that that's you know a good sort of representation, but 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 you're right there, Sophie. It's not how I thought, you know, that 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 the character would sort of go. I do definitely think for her, I was like, oh, she's. I've, I actually felt like she had kind of got a better outcome compared to Rita. Rita. Yeah. In the end, initially, and then it all turned yeah. a little bit yeah. sour for for her yeah. as well. Yeah. And I think actually. I don't know then if I was thinking she'd be better off with Bob because <laughs> at least Bob was, he is who he is. Yeah. There's no airs and graces about him. Yeah. He's just, you are what you see. Yeah. And then following that with Aslan's development a bit further is when he decided like uh, being like the, the sob story kind of thing. Like, oh, I'm going to kill myself if you don't take me back type of thing. And then like false promises of yeah. trying to do that. And it's just like, well, Go on then, you know, prove your your <laughs> worth on on that. And it's just like, yeah. And then he 
I think again that that nosy neighbour for some reason, um, sort of in a racist sense, I, I guess calls the cops because like oh there's a um an Asian person round uh, <laughs> on, one of the houses yeah so and he has to get the police involved and it's a bit like oh okay yeah. But it kind of helps Sue in the sense because he is being really manipulative. Like if somebody's saying, I'm going to kill myself basically because you're not going to be with me, that's quite abusive. Black, blackmail, and, yeah. Yeah, emotionally, which yeah. is it's a good job Sue is such a strong character. Like compared, if we have to compare Sue and Rita, I enjoy Sue as a character a lot, mm. a lot more within this. I think she's just a lot more feisty as a person. And... Rita is a little bit more of a sheep, I would say. She kind of tags along, maybe unwillingly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think I think it's interesting. There's uh, this this a sense of also also when you're that age and um, there's a sort of fearlessness about you or or a or a boldness. You know, I think uh, like like dare I say that that first scene where they're up in Bob's. Like their car and Bob is uh, alluding, you know, to what they might might sort of do, and uh, you know, Sue is very, you know, she knows what's going on, you know, you know, Rita does as well. They're both quite sort of worldly, but you know, they are they are almost sort of liking Bob's um, like their sort of bravado that he's got, and you know, sort of egging them on. And uh, um, I think we've all met actually young. Uh, young sort of women who are who have that that sort of confidence or, or that that um, they're sort of cheek as well. You know, there's a, there's a, you know there is there's almost like you know they feel you know sort of ready for anything and uh, you know ready to take on 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 the day of the world and that's what they're doing. And uh, again, I think I think I think for me that's that's a positive seeing actually young sort of women like that. And and we know that uh, you know in many ways it seems quite it's quite absurd in some ways you know it seems uh, you know and some of it does seem you know shocking in in a sense but I mean it's 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 what it's what the people do it's what young ordinary women would they do they would you know not stick at school and you know enjoy life as much as they could and you know it's it's actually it's great to see sort of characters there doing that and saying right I, you know i'm gonna get what i want and uh you know good for them <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah i suppose one way of looking about it really uh i think it's it, it's kind of interesting how they kind of played that way and because i mean it's, it's still kind of relevant in a sense, to how today's there's there's films today where it kind of like tackles like they say it was set in London or something. And I think there's a, a film called Rocks. I think it was where like a a young girl who's having to look after her younger sibling or something because uh, her mum's not around and everything like that. And there's that whole school thing. It's like having that sort of ah, uh, I I can't be here because I've got to look after me my brother and stuff. I've got other things mm. got going on and stuff. It's kind of it's, it's still things like that are still kind of relevant to this day in in film. So it's kind of Shows that that's that that fact has not changed about like the certain aspects of the film that are still to to the point on how they are today that hasn't changed. It's just in a different decade, whatever. Yeah, I think it's you know what I think. I think you could remake it now, and it would be still as you know you know relevant and and they're sort of fresh. 
as it as it is back then. I know, I know. Obviously, maybe a lot of aspects of it kind of date it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. So some of the language, um, it is a hugely eighties film. So what I will yes. say, yeah. So so they're Bob. Bob for me is defined by the two things. He has a white suit, and he has a brown leather uh, uh, their jacket. Two very eighty sort of fashion there statements when he was. Yeah. When he comes back and he's got his white there suit on, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the eighties. <laughs> so, so obviously that would be slightly different. Yeah. Rita and Sue, you know, mullets going on. I mean, come on. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, you pointed out, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I was like, that would annoy me, though. It's like yeah. just sticking up this hair. I'd be like, I'd want to have a clip or something. It can't go in a bubble or anything like that. It's just flapping. Yeah. <laughs> Drive me insane. But that was the style. That was the thing. That was the style. Yeah. Uh, I think I think there's a scene they're in, uh, they're at Bob's house and they're dancing to. Um, like this sort of banana rama, I think it was. So, and this actually just reminded me of of my sort of school years. Years, and uh, it just seems so, so um, like they're sort of familiar. But you know, the issues that it tackles are probably still hugely sort of relevant. Um, I know, I know that the Bob character might be sort of looked at very sort of differently. I mean, he's uh, you know, he's in his. You know he's in his thirties, probably, and uh, you know he shouldn't be, you know, doing what he's doing. But um, I, th- I think that could be touched upon in a different way. But um, they're all sort of likable, though. That's the thing. I mean, you know, the three main, you know, characters are. I must admit, I do kind of warm, you know, to them all. I think, uh, yeah, <laughs> and that, and I think for all of the, for all of the, for all of the hardships that that they go through and the like the sort of deprivation that you see obviously like 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 sort of Buttershaw's not a great place to live. Um but you know these are these are likable sort of people who are who are getting on, you know, and making there the most of what they've sort of got and actually showing that, you know, you know, ordinary life and I will I have mentioned this a lot, but you know, working class life is it can be funny and it can be sort of tragic, but you know, you know, people get by and we make the most of what we've got, and you know, and that's still the same there today. I think it's still hugely they're sort of relevant, and and we don't see enough of it. I think this is the thing as a as a film, we need more of this because you know how many you know costume you know dramas you know do we get? How many cozy? You know, middle class rom, their comms are that there's, you know, there's loads of them, but you don't get enough films like this one. And I think that's that's one of the things that makes this quite unique. And I think it's also makes it more relatable. So even to the houses it's, itself, so you can see like where Sue lives and Rita lives, like the house that they're in. Nothing kind of is perfect. Mm-hmm. Nothing really matches. It's all probably secondhand and a bit run down. And it's really shows actually the daily struggle of life that can be and just wanting to better yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Bob's house, which the carpet in the living room is one of those things. I don't know. My parents used to have it, these garish 
yeah, a lot of the furniture furnishings in that house seem <laughs> quite gopping, like with the color scheme and and the patterns and everything. It seemed to, yeah, I guess it was that's the that's the sign of the times, I suppose, with that. But um, I remember us having one of those similar carpets in my house, and it was like you wouldn't see a stain on it, that's for sure, because it was <laughs> that disgusting of a carpet. <laughs> but then you commented about the TV being in a cabinet as well. Mm-hmm. Which was something that obviously nowadays you wouldn't you wouldn't do that if you your telly's just either on a wall or yeah. on a cabinet, isn't it? But not inside it. Yeah. And it just I think that's what it does feel dated, but it also feels like one of those films where it still shows how people can live and actually where people can progress. So you can kind of be at one stage of your life growing up and obviously your parents and not having that much but then them wanting more than what their parents had mm-hmm. and you can kind of see that in Sue and Rita maybe not the right way to go about it <laughs> no but it's what the, how they see an end to it because obviously back then in school there was a lot of dropouts people didn't really finish school and I know my mum I think she had I think she did one exam and it was maths and she knew she wasn't good at maths. So all she did was put her name on it and she got like 10 points for it. And that was it. She didn't bother with the rest of the exam. And I think that's used to be kind of a norm back then. And it probably still is now in no, some schools. Yeah. People will just be like, there's no point. Yeah, no point. I don't want to do this. I just yeah. want to get out of here and yeah. There is around. one scene though, where if it was redone today, hmm. Bob's character would look absolutely dodgy. And it's when he stood while the while the two girls are at PE. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that one, I'm thinking that would not be like that would not fly today. No, no. Calling the police. You yeah, because yeah. it's like a 30 year old man watching them, like. And obviously at this point, Rita kind of gets away with Bob, and you kind of don't see that relationship blossoming as much as. It blossoms enough because somehow he gets a pregnant and she has a miscarriage and all that kind of stuff, and it's that's out of that's not out out of shot, isn't it? Like that Mm. happens off screen. And I think that's because I think Sue is your main character, and actually, you do think Bob really does prefer Sue. Like out of the two, I'd get that vibe that Bob is more interested in in Sue, Mm -hmm. and actually, yeah, Rita just got caught basically Mm -hmm. pregnant. And that he had to do the decent thing about it and move her in. Yeah, I guess so. But he did. I mean, shortly after the whole, like, oh, I lost the baby stuff. And then she, they're back out there, him and Bob and uh, Rita. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's moved on quick. And then he's like, when they're just about to do it, he's like, he's like oh, Sue, he calls out her name instead. And it's like, okay, you do have a preferred person after all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear, maybe, maybe. I think um, you know, you know, looking back on it, and 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 one thing that I pick up on, and I'm and I'm quite sad about this, hmm. um, is that we can't have a a their sequel there to it. I think it would be it would be really great to be able to actually see these their characters now, hmm. and we can't really have that. Um, Andrea Dunbar. Uh, they passed away. I think. I think maybe two uh, two years after the the film yeah, film they came out. Yeah. Uh, quite sort of tragic. Um, their so so circumstances. They the 
uh, uh, their director as well, Alan, uh, their their Clark. He died. He yeah. he died really young as well. Um, and they would and that and obviously they would be there the team for 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 the the re sort of doing this. I mean, um, uh, Alan Alan Clark Clark himself. He specialised in you know portraying ordinary lives. That was his his uh, thing. I think you know most of his films actually are about you know ordinary people actually um, in in some really awful. Like their circumstances, but you know those are the stories that he liked, like to there to tell, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's we we don't have enough of these uh, these um, uh, their sort of artists who actually want want to you know tell us about 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 us. Actually, I can I can yeah. you know relate mm-hmm. actually, actually so much more of these. Like they're sort of characters than you know many many others. I mean, this is, you know, this this. I'm not saying that I lived anywhere quite like they did, but you know, ordinary people. You know, the people that you know. No, hundred percent. It's it's like with um. I think I, I, where I grew up wasn't probably the best area, obviously, but we got by and we bettered ourselves. And I think that's always the moral of this this story is that you actually can change. And- yeah. Yeah, and it would be more. interesting yeah. to see what a sequel would be like, how their characters would have developed and grown. Would they have Rita and Sue kicked Bob into touch a little bit and been, okay, you're going to sleep on the sofa now and we're having the bed and <laughs> ruled the roost a little bit once they'd got older and realised what was happening? Or would it be that they have several babies and the cat manage, mm-hmm. you know, and... Going down that yeah. route, it'd be interesting to see how it would actually develop. Quick thinking about it, how how that would work as a, as a script and now you know an overall film kind of thing. How what, how what what direction would you take it? But I guess you would have to see like maybe like where are they now type of thing in three mm. different scenarios. Really, what's Bob doing? He might be somewhere else in the part of Bradford and Reed and Sue might be somewhere else, moved away or something, and they meet up. I don't know, but. Um, like say it's I don't think I think despite how the the end the movie actually ends with that kind of like freeze frame uh, <laughs> moment when this he gets he gets them both in the bed and everything it's kind of like a, oh, okay that's not how I thought it was going to end I thought <laughs> it was going to be like a, right they're taking over the house and Bob's left in the lurch basically I would have respected that more <laughs> to be fair yeah but yeah. Bob just looked like he got the cat who got, got the, cream the cream. Yeah, he's, by yeah. the end of it, didn't the kid, he? The kids are gone. Which, uh, to be fair, when we first watched, I'm thinking, where are the kids? Who were they oh, actually yes. babysitting at the beginning? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do yeah. see them later on. I thought maybe it was it was they weren't showing them because it's like oh, you know, that they didn't have permission to use any kids. And it's just implied that they were actually just they were babysitting, but they just didn't show them on screen. But they did in the uh, part way through when uh, Michelle took them away, or, or or Bob was left with them anyway. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you get a glimpse of them, but it did make you think. While they were babysitting, what actually were they getting paid for? <laughs> and, and why didn't the two of them were they that much of a handful? Yeah, I think it was just to keep the other babysitter yeah. company. Yeah. And obviously, the Bob and Michelle were well in, well off enough mm. to pay, to, for, two, to pay yeah. for two. But also, yeah. Bob drives them home and then goes, "Oh, did Michelle pay you?" And then I found it interesting. Like nowadays, I think if somebody said this to any babysitter, they'd be like, the cheek of it. Oh, here's an extra two pound. 
and that was like being generous. Yeah. Whereas like now you'd have to be like, oh, here's a fiver or a tenner, wouldn't tenor, you? To be probably. <laughs> tenor, today's, yeah. today's yeah. economy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he said his his two pound there to go and buy some uh, their fags. They were. I mean, you're not going to get their twenty fags for two quid. That's for sure. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> they're so performance-wise, I think though that the film's great. I think. I think that that uh, they're the three leads are 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 absolutely brilliant. And I think. I think what stands at testament, obviously George, uh, they're sort of Costigan by that time had uh, he he sort of established uh, their sort of actor, but you know the two. The two female leads, so obviously very young at this point, but these are still actresses that we see in our big shows. Actually, you know, to this uh, uh, day now. Funnily enough, I watched this film um, on uh, their Monday, I think it was, and I was watching it on Monday, um, mm-hmm. and and my wife was actually watching Happy uh, Their Valley in in the other room, and uh, um, who who was on their screen, but. Uh, the Rita herself in in <laughs> the Happy Valley, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, it's just. So I mean, you know, you know, both both the actors have you know gone on and had great, uh, uh, their sort of careers, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's absolutely brilliant, and I think they're both really good in this. It just it feels very sort of natural. I can think of sort of, you know, you know, young, uh, young the women who I who I who I knew back then who were very similar and yeah, they just absolutely capture that, you know, so, so well for me. They really do. And even the way that they, the presence is, it just feels like you're watching somebody's real life. It's so well done the way that they act. You would probably believe that they, they grew up there and that it was like a documentary kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Then actually them acting as a character, even going to Sue's dad like to act that drunk unless yeah. he was <laughs> yeah you know to pull that off as well it's you know like a lot of effort to 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 come across that way so good on him for however he pulled that off yes yeah, it's, it's great because you you've know you've got that... some true characters within this this film and I think that's what like that um the other guy that, say that. <laughs> the, the guy on the the balcony was kind of like yelling stuff when they're having their old confab in the on the street, um, yeah. which I looked up that because um, he says like the take them on Manningham Lane, which I do I do know that sort of that area. Did you um, not want it? Did you not know what it meant? What the red light district? Yeah, is it still the red light district? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's where you can get kind of prostitutes, basically. That's where that that's what yeah, the meaning. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know. Obviously, like where I think, unless I'm thinking somewhere different, Manningham Lane is that whole stretch of road which leads to like Bradford City Stadium. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but okay, it must be off a side street there because I don't know whereabouts. <laughs> I've not. I mean, I've walked, long... down, I've walked down. I've walked down that that lane, <laughs> but I've not. You're not. I've not. You're not sounding very convincing, Paul. I'm sorry, mate. No. Where he's like, Sophie, where can I pick them up? <laughs> <laughs> it's a long lane. I will say that. Yeah. Okay. No, I haven't gone far enough. Then have I? No, clearly not. <laughs> but yeah, it is that kind of area where yeah. it's. It's a bit dodgy. There was actually, you know where the Bradford Uni is? Yes. On the opposite side of it, like mm-hmm. there was like flats that used to be there and there was true story that a guy actually murdered these prostitutes. Right. 
bit like Jack the Ripper, and but a bit more gross because he's, he he buried them underneath his floor of his house or his flat. Oh, right. Gotcha. And obviously there was a lot of smell coming after the fact of that. And then obviously that's how the police kind yeah, of... Yeah, I wonder how that happened. Yeah. yeah, but literally he was on that Manningham uh, lane. Right, okay. Just, yeah. No. So he does... But that's what that's when, obviously, you, you kind of... The guy that was jumping up and down on <laughs> yeah. the balcony, yeah. which Paul thought was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and those are the guys that better the match of the day, this. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, those kind of characters are the thing that kind of makes it kind of comical, but it's kind of like in a situation where I'm glad I'm not in that situation, I suppose. It's always funnier to see it from the drama on when you're not involved in that drama, I suppose. Yeah. And I think, to be fair, with Rita and Sue, you probably nowadays would be like, do you mind your own business? Like, But they're literally just airing all the dirty Dead laundry, laundry in the middle of the street. And it's like... It's just normal. They're not. I think because they are quite. Any area like this with an estate, they are very much. They will fight their own battles, but they are family orientated. And if anyone else comes in who is going to do bad to somebody, even if they don't really like that person, they're still within that area, and mm-hmm. they will have you back basically, no matter what. Yeah. And. It is that is what it is back then. Like my, I know my dad went into many fights <laughs> when he used to live in Buttershaw because he was part of a gang back then as well. Mm. He had all his mates, just like Rita when she got taken by Michelle and all the brothers came after her. Yeah, yeah. It's like that is literally bang on the nose of how it would be. And I think Apart from Bob, I think Bob is my least favourite character of them all. Just because nowadays, I think, looking into it, it looks so wrong. And I think... Yeah, that's, that's one of the factors of it. Like, through to today's eyes, you'd be like, oh, that's a bit sketchy. Yeah, but I bet back then, but... when you first watched it, you probably wouldn't have even thought that, would you, to be honest? Like, no, 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 you're absolutely right. Very sort of different way of of sort of looking at it and 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 the, the character and uh no people didn't really think that much of it and you do you look at it now and you're like oh my god this is this is not right you know and their yeah. alarm bells are ringing but yeah um but then <laughs> dare i say it you know when we hear all these things about awful men from from the, the past and they got away with stuff and and were quite sort of blatant about it and it was um so in in that respect we very much sort of changed for for the better you know it's uh yeah but um yeah yeah it does yeah. that that is probably the one sort of part where you're like mm, this isn't yeah this isn't right but it doesn't sit well but i think sometimes nowadays not meaning to justify this or anything and i'm not but we do safety tape a lot of things where we have to be correct or the right manner of tone or anything like that. And I think if we were redoing this film today, Bob would, like you said, be in prison or he would be looked on as like a bad character. Whereas I don't think he is actually depicted as a bad person within this role that he's playing. Mm, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting really to to see, even though it made me feel very awkward. <laughs> but I think as well, I mean, it's... I. I suppose an almost uh, almost sort of testament to the 
uh, their sort of writing because you know the lines are blurred there. There's no there's no black and white, um, and and that is life. That's that's the thing. You know we we take things at face their value, and uh, I think we're very quick quick uh, there to judge. And actually, this this kind of shows that you know it does make you think. And I think looking back now, it certainly you know it's made me think. It made me think about a lot of things and. Uh, you know, like, like for you, Paul. You know, when when you mentioned, you know, doing the 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 film, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, there's certain scenes that I I remember, and I remember it's like this sort of boldness, and um, there was sort of you know two or three scenes that really stuck out. But actually, going back and watching it again, um, it's been so good because it's made me think and. Um, you know, I see this film in not in a different light, but um, I'm I'm really glad I've actually gone back and watched it because I think it's it's a unique film. It's it's a film that we don't have enough of. We need more films like this. We need more films about ordinary people, and um, and it shows you that you know life can be funny, you know, tragic, you know, you know, serious. All wrapped up in in the day one, and actually, that's what our lives are probably are all about. Definitely, I know you said, Paul, didn't you? Actually, from this, there were so many good lines from the actual film that you enjoyed as as well. Do you have some examples? <laughs> Putting you on, on the spot, spot now. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's just more the how the delivery of the lines and stuff. I guess particularly like. Like Michelle, when she's kind of like confronting Bob in the house about like you know like I think like like make your own fucking tea or whatever <laughs> kind of says this is the way that's delivered in that kind of sense like I don't know what you're sniggering about you two girls on the sofa and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff because you know like tee hee hee like yeah. naughty school children type of thing and that just this is the way that they. They 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 kind of say things or like Bob says. I thought I were great, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of charming, like almost innocent, but it's it's not. It's just the way it comes across. It's just really humorous, and I, I guess just the whole argumentative way of um, the the family's bickering and and even and the two girls fighting over who goes first, yeah. like that <laughs> yeah, that in itself, yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> Is made comical. I think once you get past the first scene, then the kind of innuendo of how it happens that's, that's what I mean, yeah. is After more the fact, it's, it's comical, yeah. isn't it? After yeah. the fact. Because you don't need to see that every time because it just, one, it would get kind of boring and two, you, you, the audience doesn't need to be told every time this is, this is exactly what's happening mm. all the time. It's just use your imagination, I guess. To be fair, though, I mean, the scene... It is it, it is quite bold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite matter of fact as well, though. And all all we actually do see is uh, George, uh, their sort of Costigan's bare ass. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. so it's not it's not a the sex you know scene, and this is the main one. Uh, it's not it's not saucy. It's not they're sort of titillating at all. You're not really going to get any sort of thrills out of it. It's, mm-hmm. It feels. It feels very matter of fact. It feels very absurd, uh, and for me, it's almost like it does make make you think. Like the sort of mechanics of it are actually quite 
uh, they're sort of ridiculous, <laughs> you know, and uh, and it very much sort of portrays that. And, yeah. Yeah. Again, I guess the sort of realism because you see these these the way that some movies portray like oh like oh getting really like down to it and everything. It's all like oh, it really looks really intense and really hot and everything and then but this is more matter of fact as you say like how it would really be in trying to Not shimmy around space. in the car You're like oh move the seat down or put your leg over there because I can't get it. it's just <laughs> It's 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 how it would happen. It's not really meant to be look like a glamorous thing. It's just like a, essentially a, a quickie, basically, mm. of the, the the scenario. And then it's all right on to the next well, one. It's, it's not a quickie, Paul. It's a jump, apparently. Oh, that's yeah, the... a jump. Yeah, <laughs> jump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this? I don't know. I feel like if somebody said to me they were going to jump me, I'd think that they were going to like mug me or attack assault. me, like yeah. assault me. That's how I would read the word jump. So when they were saying it, it's a better word than the other word. The shag. Yeah. 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 That's, a hor- that's a horrible word. Yeah, yeah, it's better than that. But but it's... was it a thing back then in the 80s that that's what you would call it? To be honest, probably probably not uh, Not where I, I'm from, no. But, um, but it does feel like a, a, a very matter-of-fact sort of way of putting it, doesn't it? And, uh, you know, and they say it in such a... You know, like they're looking forward to having a jump. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. (laughs) I guess what is right about this film is at least the girls, they have their consent within it. It's probably not condoned, but they they are quite happily wanting to go along with this. Mm -hmm. It's not like one of those things where... He's forcing himself upon them or anything, and that makes it a lot worse in a sense, yeah. Um, But, yeah, you don't really... Guess, guess. I'm. I'm assuming they're at least sixteen, at the very least. You'd hope, um, if they're still in school. Yeah, yeah. I think because um, Rita falls pregnant only two weeks before she finishes school, so she's probably mm. about sixteen to all yeah. turning seventeen, depending on when yeah. your birthday is. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, Bob. Right, we'll let you off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slap on the wrist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're allowed. Well, yeah, he's 16. There's a contenting age, yeah, in yeah. the UK anyway, yeah. I think it's eight, is it eight, I'm presuming it's 18 in the US, I think. Yeah. But it doesn't stop. But then 21 <laughs> to drink in the yeah. US, where it's 18 here to, yeah, to drink, drink. Yeah. which always Seems dumbfounds me, me a little bit. I think, to be fair, move 16-year-olds to be allowed to drink and then have a baby at 18 seems a bit more realistic. I think we've got ourselves a bit backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, anything else to to bring up before we go to the scoring? I don't. I don't think so. No, I do. Um, I am really pleased that we covered this. I think it was uh, uh, a great uh, choice. I know. I know. I know for you guys, it's a great a great film because you know it's filmed so so sort of nearby, and actually we don't. You know, we don't see our own our own sort of towns and things like that on on sort of screen you know you know all that often certainly i i certainly don't and uh i love that i love i love the fact it's filmed in you know real sort of places and um and these feel like real uh they're sort of people and mm-hmm. uh yeah you know and it, it did it felt it did it kind of took my back as well it was mm-hmm. uh, I, I like that but it took my back to somewhere that felt real um mm-hmm. you know and not just uh 
a, a sort of cartoon version of of uh, their sort of eighties. This is the real uh, their sort of eighties, mm-hmm. and I, I loved that. I do, I really did. One hundred percent agree. Um, it's more gritty, isn't it? It is kind yeah. of what life is. And uh, like I say, it's a kind of a rarity to have a film that's sort of set around an area where we live in Bradford, uh, West Yorkshire. We've so, got some nice areas yes. in Bradford, but yeah. majority but, of them aren't aren't that great. Yeah. But <laughs> obviously, you've got like Haworth, which is your, your your main kind of historical kind of place to, mm-hmm. to go to, and it's quite beautiful up there. And we've got some lovely landscape that you yeah, can right. you can utilize. But obviously, Buttershaw is still as today quite a rough estate to, mm-hmm. to be on really it is it's not the worst but it is one of those things where you could probably go through there mm. and you could you would see some of those characters still t- today really? yeah absolutely yeah 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 and that's I, th- I think that's what makes it actually still still quite sort of fresh and still still sort of relevant you know as well it's not a you know Rita Sue and Bob are still a are still out there, you know. There's a, uh, you know, you know, very real sort of characters, and yeah, it's great to see. Yeah, right. So, um, as you're the guest, you get to score the film first. Throwing him under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am. I, I think, as you can imagine, I am going to score this quite highly. So, um, I am actually going to give it an eight out of ten. Um, I loved it. It was. It was. It was really good. Um, I guess I'll go next. <laughs> Are you going <laughs> yeah. down the pecking yeah. order? Is that what yeah. you're thinking? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think definitely talking about the film has, has helped a lot, really, to um, get more appreciation of it. Because, I mean, I, initially from the first moment, I was like, taken back by some of the things. But as I've kind of like sat with it a little bit longer, thinking about it um past couple of days and stuff, um, even that... The gangbang song has been stuck in my head initially. Oh, it's been driving me insane. And and even that <laughs> even that introduction that the, the almost like a comical like jazzy intro to the oh, yeah. to the film as well as kind of like amusing like t- took me back uh, by surprise really. But, well, oh, okay. well, funnily enough, so 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 the gangbang song, so Black Lace, right, a proper pop act from the eighties, famous for them um, Agadu, if you know that. Oh yeah, song. Oh, right. Agadu, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> I know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think on, I think come back to it. Another point would probably um would benefit for. I think there's like on the the Blu-ray. I think there's like a documentary about uh, quite an extensive one about the whole making of it and stuff. So I'd be interested to to look at that at some point in the future. But um, for the time being, I'm going to put the film at uh, seven out of ten. I think for like. A couple of the the aspects of the what the film like oh it's a bit sketchy and stuff like I'm not too comfortable with this, but for the comedy value that it kind of or maybe unintentional comedy I suppose, um from what the characters have to offer and and kind of just seeing a film that's kind of set in an area I sort of know well I've kind of grown up in for most best part of my life really, so it's 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 nice to have that kind of attachment to it as well. So yeah, that's my score. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Saving the worst till last. Right, so I'm going to be completely honest and say initially when I first watched this, my score would have been very low. And I'm meaning like two. And on reflection, 
we've scored some other films. So my other films that sit within a two would be Borat and Super Mario. Super Mario. <laughs> so Paul was like, hmm, really? And obviously, speaking to yourself as well, it's helped kind of understand from a different perspective. And I think when this was created, I couldn't probably initially get past Bob as a character first when I watched it. And I think that's just because obviously the first time I've watched it, I know that that's not right. And mm. he's mm-hmm. technically would be classed as a paedophile. Yeah. <laughs> and it felt a bit like, oh, I don't know how comfortable I feel with this. Yeah. And I said to Paul, if it carries on like the opening scene, I'm really not going to enjoy this film. But it, luckily for me, it doesn't, which is great. It kind of becomes more of a comedy throughout, like, oh, they're trying to do it behind the sofa and it's covered up then yeah, and yeah. being more discreet, which makes it seem more lighthearted yes. than the first initial. And I will say, probably because obviously my parents, my dad grew up in Buttershaw, mum and dad used to car around there. So there is an area of obviously my upbringing <laughs> is within here. And it's helped on reflection to think, okay, yeah, this can be a bit higher. I can't probably do it as high as Ian and yourself. Hmm. However, I'm going to go with a five which is very high from me. Obviously, as well, I'm looking at this in a female perspective, which is completely different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As as well. Yeah. And the only reason why it's a five is just for the growth of uh, the characters. I would love the film to end, though, where Rita and Sue take over Bob's house. Yeah. That's how I want it to end. Not when they get back into bed <laughs> together. I'm like, no, just put Bob in his place. That's what needed to happen. Mm-hmm. But obviously... That's me putting a nicer spin on it. Yeah. Which this is what the film is not going for. So actually the way it ends is probably more true to the film. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Well, as I like it, I'm kind of glad you kind of t- sort of turn around the yeah. end of it. Cause... Went up three points, so that, <laughs> that's good compared yeah. to being oh, initially yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is it something that is that one and done or you think like after a certain while you'd maybe come back to again or? It'd have to be a long while, I think, and because <laughs> I can't have I'm having a gangbang in my head <laughs> to re-singing it afterwards and afterwards because it's so catchy, but then at the same time it's, it's kind of wrong, yeah. Yeah, to be singing it. So you're like <laughs> for that reason alone. Yeah, but it's it's just a funny just a funny jovial song. But... We didn't even cover that scene actually, to be fair, where Bob was so stupid that it went to the local club. Yeah. Decided to take the two girls. Mavis or whatever she's called. Like, oh hello. Yeah, yeah, like what what did you expect (laughs) to happen? Like someone's gonna see you. It just shows karma can bite you in the bum at any time, basically. (laughs) I think it probably shows just what a a, a sort of idiot actually Bob probably is. You know, he is he's a bit stupid, you know, and he's he lets his the todger, I was yeah, just, that. yeah, think for him, doesn't he? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought if I said it, it would look like, oh, yeah, typical woman saying it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. see, it's not only me that would thought it. Yeah. Well, I guess he wasn't really intelligent if he's hanging around the, the schoolyard, I suppose, either. He's not doing himself <laughs> no, any favours. No, no, <laughs> could at least be hiding behind a tree or something. I, I don't know if that would look more suspect. <laughs> Perhaps, I don't know. No, but uh, it's definitely something, I think, just for the fact of we know where it is and it's got some kind of what we class as dodgy areas and some that are really lovely areas 
just for that aspect alone mm-hmm. yeah. to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. But I did really enjoy the documentary side of it more so. Yeah, like, the, the Arbor. Yeah, 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 yeah I actually enjoyed yeah. that more mm-hmm. than Rita, Sue and Bob too. Okay. <laughs> there we have it. So um, thank you very much, Ian, for joining us on this this, this podcast. Oh, you're very welcome. It's, uh, it's been absolutely brilliant. It's been great actually going back watching the film again. But even better, actually <laughs> talking it over with you guys because... Uh, uh, you know, lots to talk about in that film, and um, I was a bit like, oh, I sat down and did my notes. I was like, oh, but you know what? Lots there, which has been absolutely 100%. brilliant. So, if um, people want to find you on uh, the social media and stuff, where would you, where would they find? Uh, they sort of Twitter, basically. That's about the only place I hang out because um, I can't really be uh, be sort of asked with anything else. So you can <laughs> find me there. I'm. Uh, uh, at Connections, their cult. So it's the name of my show. Uh, just say switch round because I couldn't have it there the other yeah, day. No, sure. <laughs> Someone stole it there for yeah. some reason, which is a shame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you'll find me there, um, and that's about it. To be fair, so uh, yeah. And you're on the, all the, the major major podcast platforms, I suppose, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. All the places. If if you would like to listen, in there, uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, you can find me there. Awesome. So, uh, with that being said, thank you very much for joining us again, Ian. Thank you for your time. No, you are very welcome. It's been my pleasure. Thanks, guys. Hi, this is Paul. Thanks very much for listening to this episode. And if you'd like to check out some of our other episodes, you can do so over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. Also, like to shout out the patrons who support us with our show and they are Mark from 100 Things You Learn From Film Ben from Film Vloggers our friend Jones at Weight Loss Jonesy on Instagram and Sophie's mum and if you join our Patreon you get a nice little shout out and you also get to vote once a month for a film for us both to watch and review so to join our community for the low price of £1 or $1.50 a month then head over to patreon.com forward slash spfilmviewers. You can also find us over on the social media platforms of Instagram, Twitter and TikTok under the handle sp underscore filmviewers. And lastly, if you'd like to leave a five-star review, you can do so over on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser and wherever else to do the podcast scoring system. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll speak to you next time.